Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. We are still social distancing. We are still quarantined, but we are back on the FaceTime, little mini squares on the screen, seeing what everyone's up to. And we got a lot to cover this week. The draft was the official, like, sports are back, kind of. You know, now they're gone again, but it was nice to have it for a couple of days. Yep. I got some pressing questions that I need these guys to help me out with. I gave Nick a little snippet, but I need the other guys to help. And then, of course, we got timeout. And I think we got a pretty good rank. It's quarantine-based, so that's a little hint. But I think after this, we're going to slow down on the quarantine-themed topics. Yes. I think I think this is an outlet where people are trying to get away from all that stuff. We're not a news organization, so we'll we'll keep it light. But um, you know, it's been a week. How's everyone doing? I'm doing well. Um, you know, quarantining, looking for a job. <laughs> so yeah, how about you guys? Literally, nothing's new. Nothing's ever new. Yeah, I know, dude. It's like when people are like, "Hey, what are you up to this weekend?" Like. Nothing. Like, all right. <laughs> Dude, nothing. You know damn well what I'm up to. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I keep thinking of that line from, uh, what is it, the movie Elf, when he's just like, good news, I saw a dog today. Like, that's that's the level of, like, like what, where I'm at. When it, that it warrants me. Yeah, today. exactly. Like, when I talk to my mom, what's new? I saw a dog today, so that was good. So that was a good day. Yeah. I might have to use that from now on. Oh, yeah, use it for sure. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Johnny, how are you holding up? Pretty good. Um, you know, it looks like this thing is going to be going for a little bit longer. So uh, ended up going home. Probably going to be going back and forth from Grays Lake to Chicago, you know, just to change up the scene a little bit, not get too bored. But, you know, not not much has changed. So. My, my new thing is I go up to the uh, podcast studio, you know? And I pretend that it's like a new apartment. Like, whoa, who lives up here, huh? Wow, that's a nice little thing. Oh, they got some mics over there. Well, one thing that, that... I actually, that I was able to do out in the suburbs, though, which is really cool, um, I go across the street to my neighbor's yard, little bucket of balls, and then just chip them into the trampoline that I have in my backyard. It's a nice little makeshift green, which is nice, so Ooh, start getting wow. those cobwebs oh, like off a little bit. Very clever. Honing in on the short game, you're getting the, the those, like are in wow that's 32 voice cracks <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything but i <laughs> know oh, it's 32 how you been chipping them, johnny <laughs> what's up how, how you been chipping them uh honestly not bad i think i was just in a really good mood to be outside with yeah the sun shining so yeah, nothing could go wrong that's what you got to take you go out, out on today the course, when it was really know? nice mm, yeah was that Did you go out today when it was real nice uh, I did go out today for a little bit, but I've been here a week now, so, you know. Oh, must be nice. Yeah. 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 A little Wani Tiger Woods over there. Wani Woods. <laughs> I like it. Exactly. Uh, same stuff over here. Um, I got more new shoes. What else can I say? You know how it goes. Um, sold some stuff. I've been playing poker. Um, been doing okay in that. Um, my one good deed is my parents are so I think I said on here, but my brother had his kid a couple months ago. And so it's like for new grandparents, like my parents are super sad that they can't see the baby. Mm. And so like, they're sad that they can't see all of us. So I decided to do a nice little thing and I 
bought them two gifts and got it shipped to their house. That was real nice. They got wow. them today. Nice. Uh-huh. What'd you get them? I got my mom a. She was like complaining about how much she washes her hands and it dries on her hands and all the hand sanitizer. So I got her like this Burt's Bees kit that it's like after all this stuff, it's like for people that are like nurse for like washing your hands too much, but everyone's washing their hands so much now. But it's like basically you put on this like regimen and then at the very, at the end of the night you put on like these gloves and then you sleep with them and you wake up and your hands are hydrated. And then I got my it's got the biggest sweet tooth I've ever seen. And he loves turtles. I don't know if you guys know what turtles are, but turtles are like the nut, caramel. Oh, the chocolate turtles. Chocolate, chocolate turtles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. I got him the highest ranked ones on Amazon. Oh, my God. Um, he, got, he got those today, and he loves them. He, I, I FaceTimed them for like five minutes. He crushed like six of them. It was awesome. And he only – and they're pretty big, these ones that I got him. I'm biting them like nothing. Like, like he was taking a pill. I don't even know if he chewed. Eating them whole. I, I love. Yeah. I, I, I love just the image of like just imagining they're not chocolate turtles, just they're like regular turtles, and he's just oh, chopping down on these big turtles. Because when you and... ask, like, yeah, do you guys know what turtles are? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm, not, I'm familiar I just... with the aquatic animal. Yes. Yeah. That's why I got a chocolate face. Joe, you said um, you weren't gonna pace. You you already started pacing. Dude, I can't sit still while talking on the phone. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying my it's best. Fine. It's fine. It's just funny. Bear, are um, you out in uh, Arlington Heights right now? Action Heights. Reporting in, right. man. Yeah. The home the of Coke Matt. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, good, exactly. good transition. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Ah, that's perfect. Let's talk about the drafts. Let's go through the first three, and then I want to really hone in on the Bears. Or no, we could do like... Mostly the first round, but then I want to really hone in on the beer bears. Yeah, I said beers because I'm looking at you. But uh, I'm gonna go well, get a they beer. pretty much are that? the beers now. This isn't uh, the beer league official podcast. I'm gonna go grab a beer. So, so first off, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I think it was I read that it was the most viewed NFL draft of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like over 50 million people watching. That's and I like when people. Though. Yeah, I love when people <laughs> yeah. are like, man, like people really must be missing sports. It's like, yeah, or we can't leave our homes. You know, it's just, <laughs> I mean, there's like, nothing else to you, watch. Yeah. It's like instead of going to bocce ball on Thursday, what else do I have to do? You know, oh you can only God. play so many games at NBA. Right. Um, so let's start off with the first pick. I think no one was in a surprise. Like we said last week, he was 10,000 to one odds of going for, to the <laughs> Bengals. Wow. So yeah, you had to bet those odds. Wow! You had to bet ten grand to win a hundred dollars. Wow! Um, I saw a lot of people were taking it, but it's like, it, just in case something went wrong with like this feed or something, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Um, so Joe Burrow goes first. I, I mean, everyone saw it coming. No one was surprised. I don't even know if he's going to be the best <coughs> quarterback in the draft. I still like Tua. I, I don't know what it is about a lefty quarterback. I just like that it's new. It's different for like the receivers though, because they're used to running, you know, rolling out, roll out right, running across the fields from what is it? I guess left to right. Now they got to run from right to left. You know, mm-hmm. throwing off all the receivers. Yeah, his dad made him switch arms. I guess when he was a kid, uh, for that same reason, just to be more, a uh, little bit more 
unexpected, I guess, from what everyone sees, which That's obviously dumb. worked out for him. <laughs> like he, yeah. he, he made That's, him do it just on the football field, so he'd be unexpected. Uh, to grow up as a lefty, as a thrower. Oh, that's. Yeah. I was gonna say I, mean, I could he was totally still see a kid that, and he was still developing. But. I was probably thinking baseball at that point, wow. not football. Yeah, not right. that that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, for right sure. Yeah. Re- like re- like. Regardless, though, of what sport you're thinking, that's that's the next level parent. And he's like, your kid's six years old, and you're like, I want this kid to be in the NFL. You need to start doing things left-handed. Like, okay. <laughs> But he got drafted <laughs> fifth overall or whatever it was. So, you know, I'll, hey, eat, I'll eat my words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Joe Burrow, I mean, with this season that he had at LSU, I mean, obviously looked unbelievably dominant. And that meme of – I like that it's now actually can be used as a full meme of him smoking the cigar with the little nod after the national championship game. You're going to start seeing that everywhere. That was dope. Um the best part about that pick, though, had nothing to do with Joe Burrow and all to do with Coach O. When, <laughs> when, when Coach yeah. O just got on right after, you could tell it was like pre-recorded because it was nighttime, but it was all sunlight there. So, you, you know, he's just like, oh, you're going to do really good in the second level. And then at the very end, he just hits you with that gold diamonds. Go yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds Go me die. just whenever they, uh, whenever they peeked into someone's home uh, with their cameras of any LSU that was getting drafted, you would always see somewhere a cutout of Coach O in the back, <laughs> just lurking in his back. head. But somewhere, yeah. everywhere, there was there was Coach O. It's really funny. He he deserves it. You know, sure. I love Coach O. I mean, it, what he, what he did after getting like because what he got pushed out of USC, then he went to LSU. I mean, you gotta love the guy and that voice. Like he he can't be a telemarketer. He can't really. He could be like an old school nineteen fifties salesman, like selling you like cooking supplies door to door. I could totally see that. Like, oh boy, this nonstick pan, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burr, I'm fine with. I I personally don't think he's the best quarterback. I think he in this weird time and with the injuries and Justin Herbert taking that little dip. I think he was just the safest play. Which I like. I I also love. Um, I forgot which reporter said it, but they're like, uh, we talked to we talked to Joe Burrow after the draft the next day, and he said that he is ready to start doing the playbook, studying the playbook, really training, and he really wants to compete for that starting job. It's like, yeah. No, he's the start. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's the other option? Who's competing? Yeah. yeah. Dalton's still on the roster. Well, I know that, but it's like, yeah, how started. nuts would it be? I thought he's already crazy. had the playbook for the last like month and a half. Like that's that's what I thought was happening. They already had negotiated. They were working on negotiating the contract like a week ago. Like it's, it was done. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. get him started now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also, what is he supposed to say? You know, I'm just first round overall pick. Like, I'm just cool with being a backup for yeah. a couple years. I know this is like a losing <laughs> franchise right now, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool relaxing. We just got a hot tub. I'm going to get a jacuzzi <laughs> with my signing bonus. We're, I'm fine. I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, um, let's go pick two. Chase Young, who is my favorite player in this whole draft. He is a monster. Yeah. I, dude, when, oh my God, when they're, when he got picked and they just start showing some of those highlights, even, even though I've watched these highlights so many times and you've seen them in all like the draft buildups, I still got like goosebumps. Like he yeah. is dominating. I like what Beer said last week. He's literally a man amongst boys against some of those like out of conference teams that they played because it was 
ridiculous. He was getting on the double teams like he was like skipping almost. Like he did a little bit of like I saw one of those where he does like the Aaron Donald like little like jump cut. But it looks like he was like Michael Jordan where he floated around him like Harry Potter spell. I think he's going to be the most dominated player in this draft, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets defensive player rookie of the year. Yeah, no, he is. He was the best player in the draft. It was just, you know, Joe Burrow was the best quarterback in the draft. So you take that, number one. But no, it was Chase Young. The, the comparisons are he's a really good technician while also being the best athlete on the field. So, like, his sky's the limit for that guy. He's like Cool Mac coming out of college. He's that mm-hmm. good. So, yeah. yeah. And if it all fails for whatever reason, um, we can blame it on the Redskins. He's an incredible singer, too. Which he did sing in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is an incredible singer. So if all else fails, he he, he will be all right. That record man. deal. <laughs> Could you imagine in five years you see him auditioning for American Idol, for like the voice? <laughs> now they're gonna have him what? sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl whenever he's playing in it. Ooh, dude, that would be so insane! I always about- wanted that. I wanted that when the Ravens played because I wanted um, Justin Tucker because you know how he sings opera. Really? I wanted him to do the national yeah, anthem. He oh, he's a really good singer. Yeah. He sings opera? Him, like, yeah, he's singing want... opera before he went to be a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want full <laughs> pads, you know, like where he's just like gripping the inside. He's swaying back and forth. He's singing it. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. I'm thinking like a mass singers type situation where it's like, who is that incredible singer? It's like, oh, it's outside linebacker Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, nobody would expect that. <laughs> well, Antonio Brown was actually on that show, and he was the first one to get off. Really? Yeah, and then the following week, he did uh, No More White Women 2020. <laughs> and, uh, and there was so white women in that music video. No yeah, more white women. Yeah. He was, he was killing it. Um, AB but, is my spirit I, animal. I can't get over the Justin Tucker thing. That's amazing. I can't imagine, like, when I'm picturing right? a Venn diagram of, like, things in common between kicking 60 yard field goals and singing opera, it they they're not even. Not are they not touching, they are like completely like miles apart. Like it's just it's yeah, absurd to me. Now I'm gonna yeah. now I'm gonna look this up on YouTube. Yeah, you got Chase it. Young's uh, R and B voice. Hold on. This is weird. I am not used to looking stuff up mid podcast. Usually it's Johnny. Um who who was drafted third? The Lions had the third pick. Okuda. Okuda, Okuda. Yes. He's a star. Uh, He's Come he's on. really really good. I mean, I Johnny, we like predicted like the first five picks, right? Like we were mm-hmm. just sitting there, like, okay, yeah, this is the next guy on the board, right? Next, yeah. it was a really actually no trades in the top ten. That was the first um, in a long time. So it was just went kind of like without a hitch. Every single one was hitting. Yeah, um, yeah. We sat down before the draft a couple of days before and just for two days we just watched a bunch of pilot videos and yeah, we pretty much saw how it was going to pan out. Yeah, pretty- if if we if there was no trades, we you could predict it. And it really was – it was really – went off without a hitch. I think the Tua was – that was the one of the up-in-the-air picks is number five, Tua. It's like don't – you know, don't screw that up. They – they yeah. the Dolphins, they had a good draft. They pretty much just – they drafted Tua and then they drafted like two O-linemen in a row for him. Like it's just like, all right, we're going to draft Tua and then we're going to build in a front wall in front of them. And then, you know, we'll see what happens there. So I'm excited to see the Dolphins where they go too. Yeah. Um, who went four? Uh, New York oh. Giants with Andrew Thomas. Pay? Andrew Thomas. Yeah. He wasn't the best tack on the board. It's still another freaking reach by the Giants again. Dude, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with who, it. Who would, who would you have preferred? Uh, uh, either Werfs or who's that other guy? It's just there were, there were two tackles that could take an after him that were better. So there's like a t- the tackle from Iowa and the tackle from Bama. 
Oh, right. Jedrick Wills. Je- Jedrick Wills, you, you're right. You knew tackle from Iowa had to go to Britain. Come on. Yeah, no, like this guy's a stud. He's got the Samoan oh, yeah, tattoos. Yeah. He, yeah, he got awesome. tripped, yeah by Bra- by the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's funny. So I obviously, you know, I'm a huge Iowa fan. I was like, whoever, um, I was like, whoever, AJ up and, I, and I'm blanking his fucking name. The guy that jumped out of the pool. How am I blanking on it? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to slow this up. But I was like, whoever those two get drafted by, I'm going to become fans of them. And I loved it. I got the Bucks and the Bills. Are you kidding? <laughs> totally down yeah. with that. Uh, I'm teams. so happy with that. All right. Hold on. I pulled up Justin Tucker singing opera. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't heard this. <laughs> I, I haven't heard this either. I'm excited. Can you guys hear it? No. No, I can't hear anything. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that's so he's that, like actually good. He's like, um, that's oh, yeah. that's he insane. Records. That's insane. <laughs> wow. I guess that's, as a kicker, you really do have to have that backup plan. I'll have that figured out better for next week, so that can that's gonna be our that's gonna be our <laughs> intro music from now on. It's Justin Tucker singing opera. Just Justin Tucker opera. singing opera. Just Welcome to Beer League official. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, and then six, our last pick we'll talk before we go to the Bears. We had Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Um, I know that a lot of people were talking about the Herb slip and the Tua slip. Um, they didn't. They didn't. No, no they didn't. Um, I'm fine with that. Obviously, Philip Rivers is gone. Uh, Colts right now, you had to fill that position. Before this year, Justin Herbert was talking about even being in front of Tua coming into this year. I mean, obviously that's not going to happen with the year he had, but he's still a good quarterback. I like his upside. Um, he seems like an actual cool kid. I thought he was going to come off. I mean, I guess you shouldn't judge a book by, book by a cover, but I thought he was going to be a little bit of like a dick. A little arrogant maybe, yeah. He, he's just yeah, super the, chill. He's really mellow. Yeah. Or they, yeah I, they had concerns that he wouldn't be like a good leader because of that same reason. Yeah. that he, <laughs> He's a little soft-spoken and uh, – so he's you like never been out of too. Oregon, like right. Yeah. So like he grew up in Oregon, and then he went to Oregon, and then like the biggest town he's ever been to, besides like when he's traveling to play, is just like that college town in Oregon, like like mm-hmm. Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. okay, so so yeah, no Herbert is good. He's got all the the traits. He was supposed to be like the best QB last draft, I remember, but like he chose to stay for another year. Um, there's a lot of Mitch comparisons there, but uh, you know the Chargers going to take the best QB on the board, or they're. I, I'm not blaming them for doing that. That's no, I think it's totally fine. Because they got Tyrod. I think they got Tyrod Taylor competing with Herbert right now. So it's just like, we'll see who wins, but I hope they don't play Herbert too early. Like, But I know they will because Tyrod sucks. So, Yeah. It seems to me that they were doing very similar what the Browns did when they drafted Baker. How they yeah. had like Tyrod, a veteran. He has, he's had some good games. He's obviously now what he used to be. Um but he is a very like good offensive mind where he can help you like learn the playbook faster. He's been in the off or he's been an offensive, you know, he's been in this NFL offense for a while. Um, I think that's good. I agree with you though. I, he's the only quarterback that I don't want to see start week one. And it's nothing against Herbert. I think that he, he could still impact the game. It's just, I don't know if that's going to be the best way or the route to take him. He's not there yet. I mean, we'll see how he does, but I mean, he just seems really raw. So, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now let's get to the Bears. We can talk about the Packers first in their shitty draft. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you guys before we go into the Bears, too, because yeah. they obviously had the best draft ever. Yeah, after did. the Bears, yeah. Bears had the best. Who, draft who do you guys think had the had the best draft, or one of the, the better drafts? The Bucks kind of killed it. I thought the Bucks did well. I thought the Vikings did really well. I thought but the Vikings they had like did eighteen really picks. Well. They, they they were trading back till next <laughs> year to write, like disperse the picks. They took Jefferson from LSU as their wide receiver, so they replaced Diggs, and then they took a corner who's good. Uh, they took a corner that was better than the guy that the Raiders took like right before them. So it's just like, it's really funny to watch. The Vikings had a really good draft. They, they, had, a, they had a good one. I really like the, the Broncos, though. They took two wide receivers in a row. They took Jerry Judy from Alabama, who's a beast. Amazing. He's yeah. a beast. So the second round pick, they took KJ Hamler, another wide receiver who runs super fast. So like, yeah. they're, the Broncos are matching the Chiefs. They're trying to get speed. So mm-hmm. they've got now like a bunch of wide receivers and a bunch of speed on their team. Uh, they're going to be a team to, that you're not going to be used to seeing like with a bunch of fast and good wide receivers. Yeah. And they got Jonathan Taylor, didn't they? Did they draft? Yeah, I think they did draft Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, they Taylor. drafted He's Jonathan a- Taylor. And we all know Jonathan Taylor, he destroys everybody. <laughs> so so it, it, it's, one of the, it's one of the things that I liked about uh, this Bears draft with them and with the Bucks is why I like their draft is they really honed in on the spots that they were struggled. Instead of like making their good side even better, they decided to fill some holes. And it's like that's what the that's what the Packers shit the bet on. Yeah, I mean that pick of Love. Nothing against Love, by the way. I actually do like the kid, and I think he could be a great quarterback. So nothing against a lot in college, especially at a bad conference. That's true, but nothing against him. So I'm not saying like the shit with draft is because of him. It's because they needed a wide receiver so bad in such a stacked wide receiver draft. And how they trade? Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. My favorite is that they took a QB, so like he's not playing, and then they took a running back, and then he's not playing. Like, like, <laughs> I love it. like, like just, these these Packers, they had there. I think there were some guys had like it was like fifteen to twenty wide receivers rated as like first round talents. You had you had wide receivers going in the sixth round that had like second round grades, and like the Packers didn't take one of them, not one. Like Dude. so, it's just. I just they're imploding so and it funny. makes me so happy. I, well, I think Dan Orlovsky said it the best. He, he was on NFL Network. He was like, "I think their window just shut. Like they didn't do anything to help Rodgers. Yeah. And yeah. they've got this Hall of Fame QB who's going to be in a Brady situation where he's just throwing a bunch of no names. Like I'm fine with that. It's fine. Absolutely. It's like watching the Vikings upgrade, watching the you know, watching the Lions get like the best corner in the draft, and then watching us upgrade as well. We got a really good corner too. Like, like we're going up. Everybody else in our division going up, and the Packers didn't do anything. So my favorite thing is that is last year all they kept talking about all year every game you'd hear at least time. Rogers weapons. He needs yep. weapons. And then oh, I also love this when they draft or because they traded up to take luck, didn't they? Yep, they did. They traded up with and the Vikings. Like, and then they're like, hey, don't be worried, Rogers. You're still our guy. We're totally not going to push you out in a couple of years. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you didn't get him anything. And I saw a stat today that freaked me out. And I love it because it's anything bad about the Packers I love. But Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one, one touchdown pass to a first-round pick. Yeah. Wow. 
Mercedes Lewis. Let's say who was it? And so Mercedes Lewis, the tight end. <laughs> that's awesome because Peyton Manning threw 293 touchdowns to first round picks. Yeah. Well, he had Reggie Rain and Marvin Harrison. So, well, yeah, I mean, so it's funny. Like the the Packers are in this this really shitty spot now where they don't they didn't upgrade anything for Rodgers and they drafted like an inside linebacker so they needed. They took a couple of different players, but like it's like did they really improve from last year? Not really. No, so I love it. Like so, um, it'll be fun to watch this year, and I, I'm happy that they, you know, fucked it up. One <laughs> other thing before we talk about the Bears, now that we're on this, is uh, the Eagles with that Hurts pick was awesome. The, oh yes, yeah. I love it. The freak out of the fans was like, I know we're in quarantine, and I, I if you give me an inch, I'm going to take it a mile. <laughs> how much happiness it gives me. But the freakout videos, I found a four-minute compilation on YouTube the day after. <laughs> it is great. And, like, the one of the guys said it best. He was just some, like, Philly guy. He's like, wait, what? Do you know how many wide receivers are in this fucking draft? He's like, how many wide receivers did we lose last year? All of them. All of them got hurt. Who the hell? Why would you pick a quarterback? Who is he going to throw to? And we got Wentz. What the hell's going on? And then he yeah. like throws his phone down. You see it like rumble before the feed cuts off. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't agree more. Uh, but now let's get on to someone that killed the drift, the Bears. I think that C plus you're gonna, grade. You're start hearing, just be quiet, okay? Me? Sorry. I'm talking to my brother. I had my phone. Sorry. Oh. Um, Sorry. The Bears killed it. That C plus draft is bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they did a lot better. Um, the Bears, I wanted to get into it. Like, so, first pick was Cole Komet. I mean, we, we were talking about Cole Komet for, like, the past month. <laughs> so, like, we were really happy with that pick. Really good one. Um, he is the prototypical Y tight end, right? Yes, Y tight end. So, he's, like, that big dude who is going to be better than Adam Sheen. Um, from from Vider, I'm in Arlington Heights right now, you know, home with Cole Komet. Um, so, that'll be exciting. He actually had okay blocking, um, but he definitely needs to improve there. A lot of people were pissed, right, at this pick. Um, what's the argument? Is that we have 10 tight ends, so I draft another one? Like, no, we have 11, and the best line I heard is the CDC won't even let all our tight ends be in the room together. Yeah, no, they won't. <laughs> they won't, yeah. Um, well, I think we, we just waved Ash Raymond. Um, I mean, there's going to be five, maybe on max, on the opening day roster, so... Uh, I'm not worried about like it's before the season. Like, who's worried about ten tight ends on a roster? You can have a million players on your roster before. Yeah. The yeah. Um, so I mean, I thought that was a good pick, Be, just because he was the best tight end on their board. Um, I thought Adam Troutman was a little bit better, but um, they went, they was fine there. And then um, who? And then we had Jalen Johnson. I thought that pick was incredible. I think if we would have taken Jalen Johnson at 43 and then Cole Komet at 50, people would be happy with the draft. So. Yeah, um, I don't know what you guys thought about Jalen Johnson. Any thoughts there? I, I liked it. I know the talk is that he's like undersized and stuff. I, I mean, tape don't lie. You know, the highlight reel don't lie. Um, he had an insane highlight reel. Um, I know that I was reading that he had some previous injuries, but it's like let's be let's be honest. When you're a college student especially with some of the like the fame he was getting around campus and everything like that, you're not necessarily – you don't have the professional mentality where you're like in the NFL where you're going to take everything as seriously. You're going to 
you know, stay in on a Saturday night in the off season just to ice your knees or ice your elbows or something like that. So I think if he could stay healthy, he's going to learn a lot from the Bears. And I, I see a lot of those problems hopefully, you know, being taken away. Yeah. I think this is Eddie Jackson type situation where he got drafted late because of an injury. And then, so he had a torn labrum and he played, he had a torn labrum for about a year and a half. He played half a season and then a full season with torn labrum. And this last season, I think he got targeted, what, 31? No, he got targeted 31 times. He gave up four catches for 10 yards this season. And on, it was like 1,300 snaps. Crazy. So it's like this dude, like with a torn labrum, was not getting targeted at all at Utah. So like, I mean, and you watch some games, and there are some plays where like this dude is like broken, but he's still out there playing. So like, a torn labrum is going to show up once in a while on film. But now he like season ended, he got the surgery, and like Kyle Long played all season with it before too. So he's got the surgery, he's going to be healthy and good to go. He might be a little bit limited for like OTAs that aren't even happening right now. So I think it was a slam dunk pick. I think it's going to be one of those like. Where he'll get in the NFL. He played 27 straight games in college. Like, if you're worried about injuries, like, this dude, like, plays through the injuries. Yeah. So, I just think you get you get NFL doctors, NFL medical people around him. He gets on a routine like that. I mean, his dad played, was a corner. His older brother was a corner. Like, he comes from a football family. It's, got the pedigree. Uh, like, if he got cleared by medical people because of this draft and they couldn't get doctors with him, that's why he fell the second round. Dude, that's what I was thinking about a lot of picks. And it's like when they were talking about Tua slipping because of that reason, I kind of get it a little bit. But at some point with your franchise, like the Dolphins, with the last couple of seasons they've had, you kind of got to take the risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, yes, we're in a very strange time. I mean, fucking Roger Goodell was talking about his M&M consumption on the draft. Uh, (laughs) He was doing TikToks. With, uh, was it Jerry Judy? Who was he with TikToks with? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Stevie Lamb. Lamb. My brother says Stevie Lamb. Yes, yes. He was, doing tic- <laughs> he was doing TikToks. He was like laying down in a, a recliner that looked unbelievably uncomfortable. Uh, I like really that later in the draft, he was just so tired standing up. He's sitting in his chair, reading the face. He's like, it's okay. Roger, just sit out. Sit down. Yeah. Fireplace next year with the little card yeah. and with this pick. Um, so yeah, obviously it was a super strange draft. So I'm fine with taking some of these. You know, obviously you know I I enjoy the gamble. I'm not going to deny that, but I, I like it. Yeah, you know? I like the I. No, I thought this. I thought this draft went well. I think the annoying thing was ESPN talking about a lot of deaths yeah. and like oh, really man. sad things. Every other pick, if they didn't, if if a player's family didn't die. Then they didn't talk about him, like in the draft. Yeah. So it was Dude, really depressing at one point. Did you always still notice they only brought it up after the highlight reel? So they could be like, wow, he has been wanting to play Point. for the Bears for so long or whatever. And then they'd be like, and he talked to his uncle who recently passed away from drunk driving. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, Dude. I think one, they got like really detailed in a lot of them. So I was like, okay. It was Dude, weird, yeah. A lot of the he's like, he's playing for his grandma who died in 2008. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is he? Like, I hope so. Like, that's good. Like, but, every, yeah, every headline was get to know this player, and these are the kind of facts that they give us. Here's the yeah. worst shitty things that's happened to him. Like, it's like, wow. It's like, <laughs> it's like, can you play in the NFL without a horrible thing happening to you? So, yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Overcoming. That was insane to me. 
that was that was a shame. It was better than having Booger for every pick, though. So um, <laughs> we'll take that. Um, I still think the rest of the draft went well for the Bears too. Um, I think they. We could talk about the later guys. Um, fifth round, so we traded up, right? So we traded a fourth round pick for next year to get trade into the fifth to take Travis Gibson, uh, the edge rusher from Tulsa. Um, now he's like raw. Um, he's kind of like got Leonard Floyd vibes, right? But he actually had a bunch of sacks in college, and I'm okay with that pick because one, it's a one for one trade. So you're trading next year's fourth four pick. So it's not like you're trading multiple picks for one player. So like it's one for one, and then. I think the Bears basically said they had him rated as a third-round grade. So it's like they're trading a fourth-round pick for a third-round player in their eyes. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. This it's a good pick. Um, I think he's he's going to be a developmental guy. He's going to rotate in. He's like, they need to bring in some guys who are good behind Khalil Mack and uh, Quinn just so they can, like, grow and develop and everything. I think Gibson's actually going to be solid. He's better than, like, the Kylie Fitz pick a couple years ago. Um, and then the Kindle, Kindle Vindor – from Vildor, I think his name, uh, from Georgia Southern. Um, a little undersized, but if you go watch his highlights, his highlights are all against, like, Clemson, and he's, like, destroying T. Higgins, who's, like, six foot four. I think he got drafted in, like, early second round for Clemson. Like, so, like, and Kendall Vildor is a fifth-round draft pick, and he's talking a bunch of shit to, to – he's, like, at least five inches shorter than him, and he's talking a bunch of shit the whole time and breaking up all these passes, like, corner of the end zone, jump balls. This guy is beating T. Higgins. So I'm like, okay, I like this kid. He's like, he's got fire. And then uh, Darnell Mooney from Tulane, he talked about speed. You got you to you drive to a 4 3 wide receiver, like a 4 um, a four three forty wide receiver. So oh, he can be fast. Go watch his highlights. Like, he makes these crazy jump ball catches that, like, don't make any sense for, like, a little guy that like skinny. So those are some good picks. And then we drafted a pair of seventh round O linemen. Honestly, like, sure, take swings on guys that, like, had a good, have, like, good measurables and good tape. But at that point, you're you're kind of taking your your prime picks of undrafted free agents in the seventh in the seventh round. You're kind of like reserving your players that you want. So overall, I thought you know they got some good linemen. They took a wide receiver when the Packers didn't. Like like we took a wide receiver in a loaded class when Donald Mooney should have gone in like the third round. But if it, because it was this draft, he went in the fifth. Um, and then I think Kendallville was a seal too. I just think people are worried about smaller school. Yeah, no, I think that's a good breakdown. I'm. Uh, I was overall very happy with it. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what they got going. I think what's more on my mind is, you know, the quarterback. That's always what I'm thinking about. I know that the Bears say that both quarterbacks, you know, they're going to be up for competition. They're both working very hard. Um, that's, that's really what I'm looking for because I don't care who you put out there. If we got Mitch playing how he did last year, I don't even give a shit if we got A.J. Green, Terrell Owens, Oh fucking Marvin Harris! I don't know. I, I I just that's that's what I'm worried about. And then the biggest thing I'm worried about is let's play some sports, huh? Yeah, let's bring sport ball back. Do it. At least bring back the Ocho. Um, it's almost a sport. We've got it. I know. So what's what's next for the NFL in terms of what is it? Uh, rookie minicamps, OTAs should be going on right now. I know their off-season workout programs are doing it over Zoom now. So. It's happening. Oh, they're still happening. I thought those were canceled completely. No, yeah, they're having they're having the Zoom, the Zoom workouts and shit. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to at least do something. You know, you can't just let these people go. Like, can't not talk to them and keep them in line and stuff. Got to make them also yeah. feel like they're part of the team and shit. Did you see that uh, we signed uh, Khalil Max's little brother? 
No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Latavius Mack, pass rusher from Buffalo. He had seven sacks last year. I did not see that. Pedigree. It's like all over, like just it's his little brother. It's like okay, <laughs> but he played. He never played football in high school. He played basketball and then got, then decided to switch to football. And then Buffalo used their last scholarship on him. And then he was a rotational pass rusher. And of course, like Cole Mack probably made some calls. He's like sign my brother. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's like six foot one. He's like shorter. Obviously, it's three inches shorter. But like, watch his highlights. Like, he's fat. And like he's got fast rush moves because his brother's Cole Mack. Yeah, uh, so yeah. we'll see what he does this year. He's like a gunner. He like runs like a gunner, but he's an edge rusher. So it's cool. Nice. Two <laughs> two other quick thoughts from the draft, just general ones. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned uh, Jordy Judy earlier. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you guys saw that. He he uh, apparently wears a star of David because he used to be like Judy. His nickname was Jew. And he's not Jewish, but he just wears a Star of David, which I thought was, was pretty funny on his necklace. Um, and then shout out to uh, Sam Sloman, kicker from Miami of Ohio, got drafted in the seventh round, only player out of Miami of Ohio to get drafted, one of the best kickers in college football last year. So pretty exciting nice. to see that. He's uh, he's like 5'8", I think 200, 210, something like that. So he's a big boy, but he can kick the long ones. And part of the reason why Miami won the MAC championship. So... Uh, had to get a shout out for him. Yeah, that's not the one that has to like remove his racist tattoos, right? No, no, that's oh, <laughs> that's, that's a different guy, right? It's he's from Mar- Marshall or something like that. Yeah, the three percenter tattoo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But overall, dude, it was just so nice to see sports on TV. Like being able to turn on your TV and you're like, yes, okay, I could do that. Um, before we get off. Uh, before we go timeout sports ball, I wanted to see, did, has anyone been watching uh, The Last Dance? Yes. Uh, I have not yet. Yes, I, will. I, I need to watch the recent. I watched the last two. Yes. The recent two. two Dude, there, it's, it's the best documentary I've ever seen. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so. And people keep saying like, oh man, Jordan was such like a dick. It's like, um, no, he's not. He was competitive as shit, but he was a yeah. competitor, yeah. He's Michael Jordan. Really like when he when they said that he was like yelling at teammates in practice, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you had to do. And then did you see how they went on to win championships? Yeah. You know, you can't just happens. coddle people. <laughs> that was back in like the late '80s, early '90s, man. The game was different, so much more physical. Like when they started talking about, I won't spoil anything for people still watching it, but like when they started talking about like the bad boy Pistons. And they're like, oh, yeah. basically how they were like, they had certain rules for Michael Jordan. Like, shit was nuts. Like, they just beat the shit out of people. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was real good. Um, let's go over to timeout. Timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. So this timeout, uh, we do have my thing that I need help on. So we're going to save that to the end. So my first thing is going to be the food one. So obviously a lot of places aren't coming out with new food items. I'm sure Johnny knows that about a about hundred, but Secret Dragon himself won't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so we'll see it this week. It's got that presentation <laughs> coming up in the uh, yeah. in the couple of days. That's what it's all about. Dude, let us in the Zoom call. Let us get into your meeting. <laughs> um, but what I've been trying to do is I decided to pick like a couple of foods that I like to make at home and see if I can perfect it. So I was wondering, like, has anyone been cooking at home or doing something like that where you're just, like, trying to 
become a better cook or anything? Like like a version of like, oh, I, I really like Crunchwrap Supremes from Taco Bell. Let me try and make one at home or something like that, or mm-hmm. just cooking in general? Like for me, I love breakfast burritos. I make really good scrambled eggs, and I was like, I want to learn how to make a better breakfast burrito. So i just been like toying with a bunch of stuff. And so it's like my favorite one so far has been I do my specialty scrambled eggs. I did um, like homestyle potatoes, so not like hash browns. Like they were like chunks of potatoes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like home fries. I did onions and peppers. I did bacon. And then I did cheddar cheese on the bottom with like the Mexican blend shredded cheese on top. And then I did a um, this like red habanero hot sauce that I got. And it's like the best thing on eggs. And then I wrap that up and I do it. And then I added the next day I did the exact same burrito, but I added some crunchy tortilla chips for texture. And it was so good. Wow. I haven't really been trying to perfect the dish, but I have been trying to perfect the how to cook my steak. So I've been trying every which way. Reverse sear, sear bake, uh, sous vide, uh, letting it sit for 10 minutes, first five minutes, first 15 minutes, seeing how it cooks inside. Um, so I think I got that down actually, but I think that's close I've gotten to. I'm impressed. Have you, done the one where you, have you done the one where you take off the steak and then wrap it in tin foil? I have not. Okay. I've seen a lot of people do it and I've had it. And yeah, it's good. I don't know if it's worth the extra time. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to balance is all this effort with just a good steak. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm just impressed that you can afford to eat steak every night. What <laughs> it sounds well, like. You'd surprise. You go to Mariano's, you get great deals. Really? Oh, for sure. Check it Quarantine out. Quarantine special. Yeah, I need to. You can get a steak that's been coughed on for half the price. <laughs> Beautiful. Just cook away all the, all the virus. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna roll it. Roll the dice. <laughs> How about Nick or beer? You guys doing any cooking? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been making a hell of quesadillas in that George Foreman though. Yeah, I mean, and they I've are good. Really before, and I have not really expanded my repertoire. It's like, oh, I have tortillas, and I have some meats. All right, that's what's for dinner. Yeah, grilled cheese. <laughs> don't just don't just bath it away. I love a quesadilla. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I make good quesadillas and I make really good grilled cheeses, so it's really hard to break away from that. Okay. So I noticed that you you're really good at making food that goes really well with beer. So it's like your last name. I see it. it's like in the blood. <laughs> you know, I see it. Absolutely. Nick, tell me tell me you're going big Bobby Flay in the kitchen. Um not really, just <laughs> I, I have like a couple standby dishes that I usually do that I've just been doing more of. Um and then just going to Costco and just loading up on a whole bunch of different stuff and then kinda like Beer was saying, like just eat random stuff until I feel full. Like, oh, here's some some of those little like uh bell peppers that are like smaller, dip them in a little bit of hummus, and then oh that tastes good. Now I'm gonna eat some grapes, then I'm gonna hit heat up some chicken nuggets, then I'll have a couple slices of cheese and it's like, oh no, I feel full. Okay. Alright, so the next portion of timeout, I wanted to bring up the Zoom meeting fails. Obviously, with this quarantine, we were talking last week, everyone's doing the Zoom happy hour, Zoom meetings at work, uh, presentations and stuff. And a lot of the fails that I think of are is like, you know, something where you see like a bunch of people that are in like a school lecture and they forget to mute and they like hit a bong or something. You hear like the bubbles or something like that. I saw a couple of those that was funny, you know, yelling at your mom. 
But this week, we had two that were actually in mainstream media. And it's like the school stuff and like with your friends, I get it, how that could happen. But this one, or these two, on actual news, I don't get it. So one on Good Morning America, they panned over to one of their anchors who (laughs) who was at his home. And the frame was a little bit wider than he thought. So you could tell that he wasn't wearing pants. So he was doing just the suit, the shirt, and the tie top, oh, but he wasn't wearing pants. Oh, <laughs> Bold strategy. He was just wearing yeah. underwear. I mean, that why do you take that chance? You're on national television. Yeah, not worth the risk. <laughs> so I was thinking the same thing. It's like, how lazy could you be where it's like, wow, this is the one time I'm going to be on air all day. <laughs> probably put on pants. I look at it like this, though. Like, you're on national television every day. You can't be sensitized at this point. You're going to start, you're going to keep cutting corners until yeah. 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 <laughs> like, at this point, you know. No, let you do you, man. It's your house. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That one cracked me up. I said that I would just blame it on the cameraman. Like, no, the cameraman said that my belt buckle was too shiny and it was getting in the way, so I had to take off my pants. You know, big lies like that. And then another one, there was a there was a commissioner on a meeting and he had, like, beers in the background and he was clearly drunk and he, like, threw his cat during the, like, they're like, okay, commissioner, it's you. And he's like, Okay, and he, you could tell he was a little drunk. And he's like, first off, I'd like to introduce you to my cat. I like picked up his cat, put him in frame, and then threw the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and now he resigned. And oh, it's man. like, how how do you do that? My favorite thing though is the meeting was in the morning. So it's like he had like a couple of corona bottles and stuff, so it's like my man likes to party. He he likes to darty hard and he was like, Oh shit, I got a meeting. Let me get my cat in here for a second. <laughs> so he ended up having to resign, though. Wow. So that's kind of crazy. That is. Um, but I can't wait to see. I mean, these Zoom fails, I agree with beer. People are just going to be more laissez-faire about everything, and a lot more are going to come out. Um, and then my next one is Mike Tyson came out. So everyone should know that Mike Tyson, when he was in the height of his fame after prison, he bought Tigers. He had actual tigers at his house. And he came out and he's like, I think I bought them from the Tiger King guy that's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and so the two high-pitched voices, I would have loved to hear that barter about a tiger. Like, hey, man, you love tigers? And it's just like Mike Tyson. like, I'm not a tiger. <laughs> you know, like, like, that was insane. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Tiger King. We didn't touch on this last week, but I did. And it was, it was incredible. We got through four episodes, Johnny. Yeah, we're going, it's, we're going slowly because it's just it's a lot. It's so it's hard good. for me to digest. It's a lot. It, it's, it's a lot. And a lot yeah, of info every when they day. when they can't, when I think they can't top it. I mean, they goddamn top it every yeah. time by Ima- mile. Imagine being that documentary person who because he said like it took five years because stories just kept coming out while he was doing it. <laughs> like imagine like sitting down with Joe Exotic and then being like. You know, and then he's like, oh, this Doc Antle guy has like five wives. He's like, wait, what? Go back. He's like, five wives? He's like, oh, he's got like five wives. And you're like, yeah, I got to go talk to this guy now. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, Carol Baskin might have murdered her husband. It's like, oh, wait, wait, what? What's going on? Oh, yeah, and, then, her now. Yeah. and then while he's editing, Joe gets arrested for, for murder for hire. Yeah. 
it's like, what the hell is going on here? That guy, he hit gold. Yeah. He struck gold. So many great things about it. We need you guys need to finish it by next time we record, and then we can talk about that, it. That can be we'll a, repl- a replacement for sports. When you come back to the Chicago, we can watch it. Uh, maybe this weekend. Maybe. Say Saturday. Say Saturday. So Sunday, maybe. Sunday. Night. <laughs> let's say <laughs> let, <laughs> let's say Thursday. So I'll be there Friday. M- Monday morning. I'll see you Monday then. Right. <laughs> Okay, our last topic is going to be, you got to, I need help. So I can't tell if I got quarantine brain or genius brain. If I came up with a dumb idea or an intense and immensely good idea. So um, I want to buy an electric longboard and just be like flying around these dead streets and stuff. What do you think? I don't think the streets are very dead, though, is the problem. Oh, dude, I go on a walk every day. I could just fly down these side streets. I'm just thinking, like, I feel like a lot of people have been, like, running on the on the streets instead of the sidewalk because there's so many people walking their pets on the sidewalk. They got their kids. I don't know. I, I feel like you're running risk here of uh, eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will be fun for, like, two days. And then, like, okay, now you have an electric longboard. So that is my biggest worry is that I get sick of it after like a week and like fuck. Did you did you try last summer the electric scooters that they had around and did you try riding any of those and kind of get a feel for them because I feel like that is a good precursor to this. I did those them in Austin awesome. uh, on a bachelor party. We tried doing twelve man deep on a bird scooter coming home from the bar. <laughs> we wanted oh, to do a fl- we do wanted to do a flying V, dude. After the bar, they were getting scooped up so fast. So it's like we only got a couple, but it was still fun. You want to do a flying bee on the scooter? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, on one of their busy streets, they shut it down at night. It's like how they shut down Bourbon Street. And we wanted to do like, uh, you know, a 5-5-2 five, five, in the front and then just like like a flock of birds going down. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, I'm you're gonna, three notes. You're going you're gonna to eat shit. I agree with Johnny. I just, I just think right now, since there's not many destinations, you basically just kind of ride in circles and then head back home. Whereas you could, at another time, you could take it to the Lakeshore Drive, go to a restaurant, whatever it might be. But I don't know, where are you going? <laughs> Rolling up to yeah, a nice like, restaurant. On this but it would electric. be like more exciting than just walking. Like I could take it around and just do laps around Wrigley. Okay. How fun would that be five times at five times? Will you do it again? I think it would be a lot of fun, actually. I think I would do it again. Put, put some put some tunes in your ears. Listen to some music. Listen to our podcast. I think you know. I think you should just do it because there's nothing better to do anyway. So it's true. Feel that wind it, in your hair. It, baby. it could be good content what? for the podcast and for the website. <laughs> so you know, yeah, actually, you should do it and, and record yeah, it. No, Video. This, this is a really good idea, actually. Yeah. What do we What do we say, guys? It's America. Okay, anyone, I was going to say, anyone that says an, is like a naysayer, next time you guys are over, we're recording the podcast, and you see the board, you're like, oh, I'd love to take that for a spin. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to remember this shit. <laughs> no, yeah, you should definitely go for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the rank. So this week's rank, like I said in the beginning, this is going to be our last quarantine theme rank, but we are going to start being a positive vibes only on quarantine and coronavirus podcast. So this is thinking about ahead. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to pretend that we can see that. And we're going to talk about the top 
four things we're most excited to do once quarantine ends and everything gets back to normal. Okay. Uh, I could start. I'll start. I'm excited about this one, so I'm going to start. Number four, softball. Getting the Bree and the Jets back together. We had yes. a hard loss in the semifinals finals last year. We lost by one. He was really hitting strides. I don't want to take a year off. I think our hitting needed a little work, but we started getting the bats going. Our defense was on point. Nick, you could back me up on this. Our defense is hot. Yeah, we finally got to a good place where everybody knew their positions. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want to miss that. And I just love being out there, you know, competing. I love playing, you know, get a little sweat going. And it's just fun to be with your buddies. Go get a beer at Donnelly's or wherever that was after. Um, Number three is going to be going out to dinners again with like friends like what we were talking like i'm so excited to go out have an appetizer have a cocktail have a nice meal and like chat with friends that i haven't seen in a while because obviously we're gonna have a lot to catch up on number four or i'm sorry number two is gonna be just day drinking at a bar like going to the outside of deuces going to the top of old crow Drinking outside in the back of Kirkwoods, any of those things, I miss that so much. Yep. You know, just being able to like sit on a balcony or sit on a deck with your friends and drink would be fun. Yeah. Um, And then number one, I'm sure everyone could guess what it is. Let's go golfing. I can't wait. The rules are coming out or courses are opening up back May 1st, but you can only do two sums. But the hardest thing is, is I don't have a car. So I need someone to pick me up. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, social distancing. I was like, dude, I'll wear a fucking hazmat suit. <laughs> Let me get in the car. <laughs> I, will, so, I will ride on the back of the car. Dude, I was like, <laughs> dude, I'll wear a mask the whole time. I don't care. I'll double mask it. Um, but that's my top four. And that's what I that's what I got down in my plums. And that's what I can't wait to do. And he, and he messed up the numbering again. That's why I was laughing in the middle of it. Okay, Good. I did go two to four yeah. or three to four. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go here. Um, so number four, my my rank of things I want to do. Uh, go watch the Chicago White Sox play baseball because they're the best team, in Chicago. So uh, yeah, no, they're they're loaded, and this is supposed to be our year to, to take take a step. So and I freaking love drinking at at uh, the G spot. So. It's a good time. Um, Side note: Did you hear about the potential change in like the realignment of baseball teams that I might saw be? That. Yeah, yeah. They're they're essentially organizing it so it might be three ten-team divisions, and there would be a central division where the Cubs and the Sox would be in the same division, along with um, the Indians, the Brewers, the Cardinals, like uh, all the teams that you essentially would want in the big rivalries and everything, which I think would be awesome. I just want baseball, so it it'd be cool. It, yeah, for sure. It would be nice to play a bunch of have an actual like 15 game series against the Cubs to grade ourselves on. So yeah, that would be really cool. So yep. I'm sorry to sidetrack it, but no, like, that would be, that would be sweet. I was looking at that though. We were, we were looking at, it was weird. It was, I thought it was like on numbered or, or something like that. So it was just kind of funky. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so white Sox for sure. And then, um, I want to travel, I miss traveling around places. And you can't really do that when you're in quarantine. So that's my number three is traveling to just really anywhere. Um, cause everything's locked down. Number two, I'm going to steal it from Joe, um, but I had this listed, but I want to go be able to go to bars and, like, restaurants and, like, sit down and have, like, like, we, 
what we do with all a bunch of our friends from college is we have like a dinner for everybody's birthday, and like we can't do that now. So we want to be able to go have our our homey dinner, you know. And then um, number one is, I mean, day drinking at bars, any bar, being at a bar with a bunch of people, and consuming a large beverage is my goal. Um, when when quarantine ends, it's gonna be I can't wait that first weekend. Gonna be wild. It'll oh, be yeah. to go, but I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be wild, and then I'll go back down to normal once it all opens up. Yeah, that was a good list, Johnny. Number four, and I never thought I'd say this, but I'm just running outside. My God, so much <laughs> going to Lakeshore Drive, um, specifically going to Lakeshore Drive, whether whether that's running or just chilling by the beach whatever it is i just miss it so much um i actually got to go out there once before we were officially not allowed to uh, hang out in lakeshore drive they actually sent out like a mass text to everyone saying no don't don't yeah number three day drinking rooftops backyards bars anywhere outside uh, that's that's what i want miss it and number two vacation uh, I'm at the point where I'm thinking as soon as we can actually travel, I'm going to just pick a, maybe three or four destinations, throw them in a hat and see what I pull and just go. Uh, and number one, Joe, we're on the same page here, golf. I need Better it. Be. Yeah. All four are outside. Got to be outside. Yeah. Very nice. Well, yeah. Anything inside you could do now. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a that was a very good list. I do like the travel. Um, I, the only reason I left it off mine is I'm like still salty about not going to Coachella, so I'm like, I'll I can't s- go to Coachella. I'm not going anywhere. Well, no, it's like it's like I'm just like, oh man, that was my last thing, and so it's like I really want to do that again, but I can't. Yeah. So I, like I can get that back, and it's like it's normally where it's like still shitty weather here, so it's like. Going to California in the heart of July, it's like, I don't know. But no, I, I, I love to travel, and golf obviously is killing it. The yeah. running one, you're just a crazy person. Um, <laughs> Nick, what do you got? Uh, number four, similar to you guys, uh, having a beer with friends out on a patio. I think one of our recent ranks here a couple months ago was, was day drinking on patios and everything, so I'm thinking about all those that were on my list. Uh, and doing that in the summer sun with some friends. So that's number four. Uh, number three, kind of a weird one, but uh, and technically you can still do it right now, but I haven't been. Uh, riding the L, just just riding the L to and from work. It's a nice way to start the morning. Obviously being crammed in there is not very nice, but you know, just very calming, especially riding the blue line because you have good views of um, um, the, the neighborhoods and everything like that. So kind of miss that and would like to get back on kind of that same routine that was on before quarantine. Uh, number two, uh, hug people. I'm, I'm not a big hugger. I'm not <laughs> big with, with that sort of thing, but you kind of miss that, uh, person to person connection when you can't do it all the time. So, uh, I'm going to be handing out hugs like candy. Uh, you guys will probably get, uh, get some hugs from me. So just be ready for that. Uh, and then number one, uh, live music, 
going to concerts. Uh, I, you know, it's unfortunately that's probably going to be the la- very last thing that's going to reopen up. Um, as we're slowly starting to reopen once everything settles down. So it's going to be a long holdout, but once it does, those first shows back, even if it's not until 2021, you know that every musician, everybody who's there is going to be super pumped up, really excited. It's going to create a really fun and happy community, which is part of the reason why I love live music so much. So there we go. One of the things about the live music that has been getting you me super excited for going back to concerts is I follow like, you know, a lot of my favorite artists on like Instagram, social media, and a lot of them are t- about like how they were getting like burnt out from all like the touring, constant touring, constant feeling like they got to make their next album or next project. And they've basically been saying like this time off is kind of a blessing in disguise to like get them with like their love for performing and their love for putting out stuff back. So I agree with you. I think once you once we like get festivals and concerts back, you're going to see a lot of these people coming with energy that you haven't seen before. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I really hope so. You know? Um, but no, those, those were great lists. Normally I like to shit on your guys list, but those were all really good. Um, and then I'm going to do a bonus one. Uh, just being able to do the podcast again in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, it's still fun to do it. But it's just, you know, when we got that, when we got Wani looking up everything that we say, we got that shit talking, we got guacamole and chicken sandwiches in the middle of the table. Yep. That's that's what I miss. We want some live um, taste testing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I do got the, we are going to do, I'm, I'm planning on something like this, but we're going to do like the Beer League Olympics, not a drinking thing. We're going to do some competitions and the loser has to take the last dab. Or we do like everyone has to eat a wing of the last dab, and then we got to give our ranks. I like something that. like that. We're working on it. All right, we could do a drinking. No. We got. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening. Um, I'm glad these guys are safe. Stay safe as well. Let's go Bears. Let's bring back sports. Let's all try to say some or stay positive. We're going to get through this shit. And when we get out, if you see us out and about, buy us a beer. Why not? Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Later. Go Bears. Go Bears.